Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and in this interview, we're going to hear from Alicia Campbell, an accomplished and respected strategic HR leader with a decade of experience that encompasses all facets of HR management, from executing successful multi-million dollar workforce recruitment and optimization projects to spearheading employee culture initiatives. Alicia has truly seen and done it all in the HR space. Among her various business adventures, Alicia is currently an HR business partner with Index Exchange, a global ad tech organization. She is a graduate of the University of Ontario Institute of Technology, where she earned a bachelor's degree in commerce and is pursuing further studies as a change management practitioner. Alicia, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Thanks, Bill. It's awesome to be here. And I should just add that Alicia is also a speaker at our first Innovate Work Online Summit, which happened on April 29th. Uh, Alicia, beyond my reintroduction there, please can you tell our listeners a bit more about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, Bill, I'm currently a uh, human resource business partner with uh, Index Exchange. It's a global ad tech organization where we have offices in you know 14 different uh, countries around the world. Um, and we really help to bring the spotlight to our publishers and, and making sure that they have the framework and support to create and share um, the best content that we can to our, to share with our readers. Um, it's a very exciting role where I'm very hands-on with the, with the teams and the employees and, and our management teams to really just help give them support um, in, in various ways and, and initiatives so that they can be successful in what they do um, in their day-to-day. Tell me about the session that you recently presented at the, at the Innovate Work Online Summit. It was called uh, Building Trust in the Midst of uncertainty, anchoring your employee engagement strategy on the eight pillars of trust. Yes. So it was a really great session um, because it was so relevant to the times that we're in right now. Um, As you probably know and have seen within the HR community, there's a lot of uncertainty with uh, our employment situation. Many people have unfortunately been affected very harshly with uh, COVID-19 through either losing their jobs and or um, coming across salary um, re- reductions and 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 and, bo- and frozen budgets. It's been very sad to see such an adverse effect of this, um, you know, right at home and in our communities. And this topic I felt was really true to the times and really relevant. Um, of course, when you have such trying times within an organization, the first thing to really go is trust. As a, as a leader, you need to make very difficult decisions, decisions that not everybody understands and agrees with. And yet you're still trying to continue a, a decent level of business continuity, um, which is hard when, when you don't necessarily have everybody on board from an engagement perspective. So my talk really focused about the importance of building trust, what that looks like when you have trust in an organization versus when you don't, and then how 
without trust in an organization in the midst of uncertainty, it really does bring out the worst of of, of, an of an employee engagement culture to the spotlight. Everything that was already wrong in a culture is amplified when you, you're in uncertain times and there's a lot of chaos going on. And so how do you redeem yourself as a leader? How do you start to you know, reset the clock and start to build that foundation and layer of trust so that you're able to have a, some level of business continuity? And you know, using the eight pillars of trust framework, I, I, I walked everybody through what that looked like and then how they can slowly start to take advantage of that and, and bring that into their organization. We'll be right back after this message from Espressa. When it comes to human resources, doing more with less while attracting and retaining rock star talent is how we're measured. And that's why Espresso built a web and mobile platform to help make heroes out of HR and people teams, while enabling companies to tie the benefits of culture to positive business outcomes. Espresso.com is culture benefits reimagined. Looking to engage and ignite your people in measurable ways? Visit Espresso.com. That's E-S-P-R-E-S-A dot com. You mentioned there that there are some tough decisions being made at the moment and HR is very much on the front lines of, of delivering uh, delivering those and, uh, and and some of that bad news. Can you can you uh, sort of outline a little bit more in terms of what that looks like? Are we talking about layoffs here? Are we talking about turning long-standing employees to, to contractors in some instances? Are we, are we talking about cutting benefits? What, what, are, what are some of these really stark and harsh uh, practices that, that just have to be have to have to happen right now. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you really hit the nail on the head. The first one that we've really started to see across various industries and organizations is unfortunately uh, direct layoffs. Um, and that's across all divisions and areas of the business. Some uh, companies targeted certain areas of the organization that had the largest overhead, whereas some companies did a strategy where they cut a certain percentage per department. Um, every company did, when they did layoffs, they did it in a way that would help them continue in the best way business continuity for the foreseeable future. Um, so that's what we've been seeing um, really across the board as a, as a first measure that organizations have been, ta have been taking. Second to that has been salary reductions where any where any employees or all employees right from the CEO downward have received anywhere from 25 to 35% salary reduction in their uh, baseline compensation. And so if you're an individual that has a family and especially if you're the sole breadwinner, having a salary reduction can be, you know, quite trying, especially in times like these. Um, so that has been, although um, helpful in the sense that you still have your job and you're still employed, but the um, salary reductions still has posed a lot of problems and and issues for families um, within you know the the industries. And then second, to the, uh, sorry, and third to that, we've seen uh, a lot of budgets being frozen in a variety of capacities. So a lot of initiatives that were very um, engagement focused, uh, learning and development focused, and things that were nice to have kind of just stopped right in its tracks. For, uh, rec recruiting has been frozen. Any um, external buying of any 
engagement initiatives such as snack programs or lunch programs, um, learning and development consulting and coaching has really all taken a back seat during this time. And so it's been you know, very tough to see. Uh, my colleagues in the HR community are really feeling the effect of it from their peers and and the people they support in their businesses. I think at the end of the day, people understand. But even even when you understand and, and you rationalize the actions, it doesn't make it easier to swallow. It doesn't make the feeling of what you've lost um, that much easier to grapple with. So um, I think it's a it's a change, and with change, it ta- everything takes time. And I think, depending on the individual, that change curve can affect differently. And so, it's really put that burden back on the HR professionals to help you know the employees that are still with the company remain in that change and remain motivated and engaged within the organization. Let's talk a bit about trust. What, what, why is why is trust? so important in the in the workplace in terms of workplace culture and 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 given everything that's happening right now and and some pretty stark measures that are having to be taken right now how how does a leader go about starting to rebuild trust with employees you know the word trust gets thrown around a lot like oh i trust you and oh just trust me it's going to be okay but when you really start to peel the layers of trust and really look at the fundamentals of it and and what's encompassed with it especially in an employee engagement in an organizational setting, it's actually really the core of any culture within an organization. And if you, if you think about, you know, morale, teamwork, efficiency, you know, loyalty, even the amount of stress we feel um, in, in our work environments, the core of all of that in terms of if we, if we feel good or bad really stem back to trust. And there's been tons of studies that have been done that really show that high trust organizations, they have 50% higher productivity, 13% fewer sick days, 76% higher engagement, 40% less burnout, and 74% less stress. And those are significant numbers. Those are those are not peanuts. And you really start to see and separate the herd of companies that have really embodied trust and have taken the time and the right methodology to build trust and ingrain it into their employee culture versus organizations who haven't really gotten there yet. And you see that in the job satisfaction statistics. And they really do stand head and shoulders above their competition because trust really is the center of all the great things that we love about our culture and all the great things we love about employee engagement. Um, when you think about any relationship, you know, when when you're with somebody and things just feel right, it's easy, you feel safe. Um, that is exactly how employees feel when there's a high trust environment. Things just go smoother. Think decisions get done more quickly. Teams just come together and just flow and have an incredible synergy. And so understanding with leaders the importance of trust and how trust is really at the core of all the great things they want to see in an organization really gets to connect the dots for them and really understand that you know you could have the best employee engagement program you you can have the best culture initiatives. You could you could spend millions of dollars on building a world-class environment. But if the foundation of that is not built on trust, then those things just look like shiny objects, which really don't have much of a foundation or, or stance to really be built upon. And so when you kind of flip the coin and you look at 
you know, an organization that doesn't have trust. And then on top of that, you add now in, in our current times, you know, COVID-19, all the things that trust really, uh, or lack of trust, sorry, really kind of emphasized, such as poor communication, conflict, low engagement, high stress, is even amplified up to 10 times more in an uncertain and chaotic time. And so as a leader, when you're faced with the circumstances that many of our leaders, if not every leader, is faced with today, and an organization and an employee culture that doesn't really trust its leadership, doesn't really getting um, on, on board with what they're trying to push forward, it can be very conflicting and very difficult to try to continue pushing forward and building in business continuity. And so uh, through the talk that I gave, I really emphasized on how to really kind of take a step back as a leader and to start rebuilding um, trust, a foundation of trust within these times through the eight pillars of trust, which is a foundation framework uh, from David Horsiger that elements the eight pillars of trust in, in the midst of different barriers that come up when trust isn't in the organization. And so I go through those and I you know, really uncover some key characteristics that help leaders start to understand trust and really start to keep things simple, but yet effective so that they're able to really ingrain into their culture at a time like this, an opportunity to bring people together and to really focus on what's ahead instead of looking at kind of the situation in front of them. Now then, you and I are in an elevator, Alicia. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm getting off on the 20th floor and it takes about 30 seconds or so to get up there. And uh, in that time, I asked you the question, uh, given the current climate that we're in, uh, what, are, what are the top three things people leaders need to keep top of mind? What would your answer be? Go. Um, consistency in the actions that you take, be consistent with the actions. Uh, over communicate. So if you think you communicated it once, communicate it three times, whether it's in person, over email, or another medium. And compassion. Show compassion and empathy during this time. Other people take situations of uncertainty and, and chaos in, in different ways. And so it's, it's important to show that empathy and be able to connect with your employees um, to show that you care. Wow, you're you're a really nice person uh, by providing that answer. But my response would have been like, "Who are you? Why are you asking this question of me?" Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're coming towards the end of this interview. Before we wrap things up, a last couple of questions for you. If if there would be one piece of advice that you could give people leaders right now in in the current climate, what would that be, and and why? I would say it would be uh, keep it simple and keep it consistent. And the reason that I would give that as my one piece of advice is in times like these, it's very easy to get caught up in, you know, what, what can what, what can we do that is going to have the massive amount of impact that we want to have within our employees and employees right now with the uncertainty and, and the hesitancy that they feel within their day-to-day, -day, they don't want necessarily a grand gesture to show that leadership has it under control. It, what really matters to them at heart is the small actions that are done well and that are done consistently. So for example, communication. 
As a leader during these times, amplifying and increasing communication is key so that your employees understand where the leadership team stands at a time like this. What actions are the business taking? What stands are they in the market? And so keeping a consistent weekly call with the entire organization at an hour every week is a great action. It's it's simple. It keeps people informed, keeps them close to the ground on what the leadership is thinking and actioning. And it's consistent in the sense that they're getting that effort, they're getting that consistent feedback and insight at the same time every week. So no matter what else is going on, no matter what red lights or flags come up, they can depend on that one hour a week call with their leadership team. And that brings so much safety and so much connection um, for me as an individual contributor to my leader to really know that they are there for me during that one hour a week. And so that really starts to just help drive home that foundation of trust and that consistency in a very easy and simple way. How can our listeners learn more about Index Exchange and how, how can they connect with you personally? Yes, absolutely. So um, to connect with Index Exchange, you can go to our website at indexexchange.com. We are also on all social media platforms at Index Exchange. And for myself personally, you can reach me at Alicia Campbell um, on LinkedIn, as well as alicia.m.campbell on Instagram. And uh, my email is alicia.campbell at indexexchange.com if you want to do a virtual chat or coffee and talk about all things employee engagement and trust. Okay, perfect. Uh, well, that just leaves me to say for today, uh, listeners, again, Alicia was uh, a speaker at the the first Innovate Work Online Summit that we did. We've, we've got a whole bunch happening over the course of the next uh, few weeks and months uh, in various different places in North America and elsewhere. So uh, to learn more about those, go to innovatework.co or check out the meetup groups or Eventbrite, or I'll probably be chatting about them on LinkedIn as will uh, Rob Catalano, we're the co-founder of Innovate Work. So please do uh, join us for those. And, um, and Alicia, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you so much, Bill, and can't wait to come back. And listeners, until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 